Uh, hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creators and as people make throughout our lives. This week, we are talking, uh, we are doing the second installment of Creative Process uh, mini series with my friend and yours, Mr. Red Unit Inc. Rui, how you doing, man? I'm back. <laughs> he is, he is. I'm doing alright. Um, yeah, not not too bad, not too bad. Thank you for coming on again. Um, so this Come week on, we're gonna we're gonna talk about ideas and how you can turn and how we turn our ideas into finished projects and finished products. Um, so I suppose let's just get into it. Let's start. I think a good place to start on this topic is um, where do you get your ideas from? So where do you uh, mainly get your ideas from, and where's some abstract places you get your ideas from? Right? Um, I I mean sometimes obviously the ideas come from inspirations on Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, any anything that I'm sort of like exposed to. Uh, that's like the, the, you know, like the, the, the one that I'm exposed to the most where odds are I'm going to get an idea from looking at a certain thing from there. Um, Pinterest is when I go into like, there's like stages, like I'd say Instagram and social media is all the inadvertent places that I can get ideas. Yeah. Like the day. Oh. Yeah, like the day-to-day stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, like just just inadvertently looking at something and seeing an artwork and then you get an idea. There's places that I go to to purposefully look for ideas, which is Pinterest and DeviantArt and just specifically looking for certain things also on Instagram, but, like, with the search bar. Mm. Um, other different ideas is I like sometimes depending on the the mood I find uh, like depending on the artwork that I have sort of have in mind or feel like doing I'll put a soundtrack on like a playlist that has that type of mood that I want oh that's interesting and sometimes when I'm just driving and it's like that type of mood or if I'm sitting and drawing and I'm listening to the music, it sort of feeds to what I want it to be like, you know? Yeah, it kind of puts you in that state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh, that's very interesting. Do you seek out abstract kind of creations and movies and stuff like that? Um, sometimes, not all the time. I feel like if I overload myself with that, then I'll become one of those people that's like I only watch <laughs> art films and, mm. you know, I, like, <laughs> yeah. I like I like drawing inspiration and ideas from everything mm. so yeah it's like to be honest like watching um, to be topical um, say the Mandalorian mm. prob- like doesn't necessarily 
give me an idea to create something for the Mandalorian show. Like it could, like my train of thought could go from all like Mandalorian. Ah, oh, wouldn't it be cool to do a piece like this? Wouldn't it be cool to do like a stainless glass artwork? And then you're like, oh, wait a second. That would like, be very cool. Wouldn't it be cool to do like a, you know, Darth Vader stainless glass artwork? Like, oh, yeah. you know, like, and and it goes on from there. And like, it's a, it's like a thought process, like an ADHD thought process that just keeps going. And then until you get like a weird idea. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, you just run with it. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I find, um, I find as long as I keep my, uh, quote unquote creative bank account full with Mm. things like that. Um, just constantly, I'm starting to realize I am both a consumer and a creator. Um, and I'm trying to tip the scales towards the creator side. Uh, but for me to keep my kind of ideas flowing, I, I need to, I find I need to consume. Sometimes I use it as an excuse mm. just to watch TV <laughs> like I find, or watch a movie. No, I find that the, there's a, a, a similar, a, a subconscious way that I've maneuvered away from that from turning consumer into the creator is that if I'm watching something that I don't like, Mm. I don't just say, I don't like it. And here are the reasons I say, I don't like it. Here are the reasons. What would I have done to change it? And that way I can justify not liking it because Mm. in my head, I have a version that I've created that I do. That you enjoy. And that could lead to anything in the future. Like, doing an artwork of, oh, this person would be great as this and this person would be great as that. Like, in my head, <clears throat> um, for the Joker, the Joker animatic that I did for the mm. Batman end credits, um, that started from just a portrait, doing the portrait of the Riddler. And then I was like, okay, I'll do a portrait of Catwoman, um, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. And I was like, okay, mm. let me try... Uh, uh, what's his name? Robert Patterson is Batman. Uh, mm. I liked the pose that I put him in. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then I drew Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker, but I was like, what would he have looked like now after a couple of years, 20 years or so? Yeah. Down the line? And then I drew Commissioner Gordon, and it looked like Commissioner Gordon was uh, interrogating the Joker. Mm. And then it just it just kept going from there. I was like, okay, cool. Then I can do this and then that. And wow, if I add another shot of him like this, and then the last scene is that artwork that I did of Batman where he's like looking looking over with his like shoulder next to his face. It looks like he's leaning on like a table looking through something and or looking at a TV. Mm. I was like, no, what if he's not looking at a TV? What if he's on the other side of the double-sided mirror? And he's watching the Joker for the first time, and that's and that's how I came up with that animatic idea. It wasn't like an idea that I had from the get-go. It was an evolution. Yeah, and it kind of fed itself. Yeah. Slowly and but surely. And that's yeah, what that's I like doing with with things. It's like if I don't like it, I think of what would I have changed to make it more enjoyable for me. Yeah. 
do you find you need to experience things as well not just like per se um movies or television or anything like that obviously that's an experience in itself but do you find you need like do you have kind of a zest for getting out there and just doing things and and spending time with certain people and just experiencing like life like i find Um, that really helps me to you know as much as i can financially it really helps me to keep my ideas flowing I mean, I get with with my current job, it I already get all of that. I get all the excitement. I get to see all the weird characters, not the best characters in the world, but you mm. know, you get to meet all these people. weird characters. Yeah, interesting people, and that they, they just they do give you ideas. Like at the end of the day, you you if you end up writing or creating something like that, that's something in the creative bank to be like, I know what someone with that attitude would say. Yeah, and you kind of save it for later. Yeah. Yeah. I find I use um, a lot of people I grew up with or that I've seen in my neighbourhood or that maybe I've seen, yeah, like same in in my experience with certain jobs, especially in retail um, or like when I worked in disability not so much the people with disabilities, actually some of the people who worked in disability because it's some very interesting people who, you know, kind of decide that's their path in life. Yeah. And I tend to use those as either characters or inspiration for characters or the look of a character or, you know. Yeah. That's always helpful because boring people are, are boring on paper and on page and in drawing as well. So, like, I, I find... Necessarily see a lot of people are boring. You just have to... Deep, deep, deeper than others. Yeah, that's true, yeah. Some people are, you can see them transparently, they're cool, what you see is what you get sort of thing, but other people may seem boring, but further you go down the line, you realise they've got some really weird, crazy shit happen to them. Yeah, well, yeah, that's the thing, and that's why they've turned themselves into boring, because they don't want to be of interest to anybody, really. Yeah. Because they've they've had enough of it. Yeah, Yeah, that's interesting. Um... I, I'm just, I'm just thinking here, like I find, uh, other kind of inspiration from, there's a lot of weird, like, is there any weird places you think you find inspiration from any kind of strange life experiences? (laughs) (laughs) Do you write much? Do you like write it right? Do you journal at all? No, I don't journal. No, I find, Uh, I find that that's the best way for me to kind of bring my thoughts together. Otherwise, I'm I'm, just a fucking babbling mess. Yeah, I've really thought about it, though. Yeah. Look, it's not for everybody, um, but if you do build a habit, it it can be very therapeutic. That's the part. It's it's building the habit and getting to the routine of... Yeah. Oh, it takes me me a while, man. Sitting down and having time to write and reflect about your day, sometimes you just don't want to. Yeah. Well, even, even I mean, Tim Ferriss always says, um, I've heard him say it a lot, that the best way to do it is first thing in the morning. But, you know, it depends on your job. It depends yeah, on your exactly. situation. Like sometimes, he, I was listening to something today where he said, you know, journaling in the morning is good to just get all that negative shit out of your head before you start your day and kind mm. of start your day off on a, on a positive thought process. But, yeah, like it's all dependent on the person. I find it really easy to do right before I go to bed. I make a yeah. point of sitting down, uh, getting the journal out before I get something to read because I know yeah. as soon as I start reading, it's going to start putting me to sleep 
and what are you writing me in down? Whatever, man. Like whatever's ailing me that day, whatever's on my mind that day. Like sometimes I find I'm upset with someone, or I'm upset with something going on in the world, or maybe I'm pondering like you know something that's going on the, in the world or a concept of of some sort of uh, you know sometimes I'll ponder why people do things or how we came to be in certain positions in in creation or like anything like that whatever's on I yeah whatever's kind of on my mind and I try to I try to culminate the insanity that's going like I don't know if it's insanity it's more like a highway in my brain there's a thousand thoughts going in yeah. every which direction and I catch you know when you're staring at cars you catch one car for two seconds and then you, you catch the next one. You catch so I try yeah. to catch those cars and really sit and look at detail in those in those cars. It's probably the best metaphor. And it know. helps yeah. me to it helps me to culminate that thought and often I'll either turn it into a podcast or I'll just you know, you could probably go through some of my journals and there might be some stuff worth putting into a book and there might not be, who knows? Like there's yeah, that's but like, it's just thoughts. It's just it's thoughts that I need to put together in words because i find i'm better at writing than i am at speaking that's why i write a lot of a lot of my solo podcasts in particular because it helps me to culminate it and then yeah and then it, it kind of helps me to get that thought out of my brain put it into a thought and then i put that in my memory banks for you know if i have a discussion with someone i just i don't like being in a discussion and sounding like an idiot <laughs> mm. And I like to I like to have you know intelligent discussions with people, but I'd like to also have fully formed ideas before I before I yeah kind of debate with people or whatever it may be. Oh, I'm the complete opposite of that. <laughs> I just go in, just go in guns blazing. No. Oh, I used to, but I often come off as an idiot. That's the thing. I don't, I, I'm trying to, or at least I feel like I the come trick off is to like come a, across like as ADHD your idiot. your learning. Yeah, you're that's tra- true. You're trying yeah, to yeah. you're trying to learn something from from talking to this person. But now I'm I'm the thing. But going back to that journal, I think I think secretly I I'm not afraid, but that's like the closest way I can think of it of like putting everything I'm thinking into a journal because then it's proof that I'm actually insane. <laughs> <laughs> Although you might find I often find that it's proof that I'm not insane. It's proof that I actually can put ideas together and it doesn't look, you know, oh, no, look I stupid. Put, like, I can put ideas together, but it's just what I write down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I suppose, like, I think a lot of people think of journaling as like, Dear Diary, today, Timmy, my crush, looked at no, me. No, like, like dot points of like, fuck this person. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and I've 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 written some shit down that I would never show people. Like I wouldn't even tell them that I'd written something because has anyone gone through your journals? Uh my missus to her quandary a couple of times, and I told her. Oh, she's uh, I don't want to speak ill of her, but at times she's gone through it, and it's um, you know, it's I've I've had to tell her like don't, I, I suggest you don't read it because you've got to understand this is a place where I put thoughts in a moment like especially when I'm in an emotional state 
whether yeah. it be like it's really good to get your emotion it's kind of like a psychological punching bag mm-hmm. and you don't want to read those punches at yeah, times that's just, because that's just enticing someone to <laughs> i know yeah it is especially someone who's curious like it really yeah. is but you if, know if i know I told, she, if she i told my girlfriend thing. don't read this book because you don't want to see would. what's written about you she would yeah take it off well no even i explained it to her as not what's written about her it's just thoughts that come into my head about anything that you don't want to read about like yeah. that will just that will just upset you and it's just me and you've got to understand if you do read it and she has it's just me working through shit it's not how i really feel it's not how i genuinely feel if you want if you want me to write how i genuinely feel i'll go back through that journal and write it back down but yeah you've got to understand that's like that's just me spewing onto the page and getting it out so that it's not you know just it's like detoxifying my brain (laughs) interesting Mm -hmm. It's 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 one of those things I suggest people do because also when you have ideas it's really good to put ideas down and and uh, ponder them. I'm just once the books fall I just burn it. <laughs> yeah, I know people who've burnt books before. <laughs> I feel like I, I feel like if I if I get into the habit I'll have too many books and then the robots in the future can clone me and I don't want that. <laughs> At the moment they can clone what I can what I look like but not my mind. The mind's mine. Uh, yeah, but if they clone your mind, they don't. See, this is the thing, though. They can't the clone reason my experience, I, started... I know. But if they've got exactly. the journals, they've got the journals, <laughs> they can put all their data in the, those clones, and then it's me again. Well, if they, well they're finding that DNA holds, holds data anyway, so. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Not to get too deep into that, but, yeah, yeah. they're finding that. I know that they're finding that, um, that, you know, for, say, someone's grandmother is sexually assaulted or has been through that trauma that can be handed on yeah that gets imprinted in the dna oh, that can geez. be handed on to so yeah there's, there's hereditary trauma but anyway yeah i personally i find that a great place to put ideas it helps me kind of just uh, culminate my mind and, and and some of the the reason why i do it is because some of the best and most intelligent and most successful people in the world to this date have and do journal yeah just to help get their ideas out and you know even just to detoxify and get that shit out of their head but i suggest that i think that's a you know you know it doesn't even have to be daily like just just try it (laughs) yeah yeah. like um i mean i've got like i've got a saved part of i've got a saved part of instagram so Every time I save an artwork, and I rarely look at it, but I think it's mainly because I—it's—it's it's like a mental saving note. So I, every time I press save to collection, I'm mentally saving it too. So it's like a visual cue yeah. for me to be like, remember that. And I—I I don't sometimes oh, yeah, I subconsciously okay. remember it. I find myself like with artworks getting something similar to what I've seen and not even knowing it. And then I'd look at the artwork and I'm like, oh, wow, that's really similar to mine. And then I find out mm. that it's, I saved it and it was. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, it just subconsciously imprinted in your brain. So yeah, uh, yeah I, I kind of get that. There's got to be something to that. There's got to be something about um, 
kind of yeah making a, a subconscious note like that making yeah. a bit of a psychological do are you are you like a i know you're an art collector but are you like an art book collector like do you collect art of books or um, um you know so i'm now, huge but... on the visual guides i have heaps of star wars visual guides and stuff like that i love collecting the cross sections of the ships yeah i started i stuff. started with it but mm. It I can, just, it, it can be an expensive venture, that's for sure. Expensive, and it just took too much space. Yeah. But I, I yeah, made it a enough. mission to collect books for things that inspired me, like, in, immensely, that left, like, an imprint in my, my heart style. So I've got a lot of World of Warcraft stuff, Star Wars stuff. Uh, yeah, cool. Some Marvel, uh, Dragon Age, like, that sort of. Stuff oh, cool. like some of my favorite books, Final Fantasy. Mm. Uh, I've got a variety of things. I've even got an art book for an animation of a film that didn't come out like an animation film that was like put up for Kickstarter and it didn't work out. But the art is oh, amazing. Cool. And it still exists, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I find um, I've actually found a lot of. Uh, I've got two copies of all the Star Wars visual guides because I found someone gave them away to Vinny's and I found them at Vinny's for like $2 a pop. Oh, wow. For under $10. Like the whole, uh, all the prequel ones and then the uh, original trilogy one because that's just one. Like that's accumulated into one. Yeah, I was really, and then I found, and then I think the same person had given away like some cross-section books and stuff like that. So do you Um, look at that? that book on occasion for ideas or is it just something? That you uh, have? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it sits on my shelf a lot, but some, if I feel like I want to draw like every so often, I'll be like, I feel like drawing a spaceship this time instead of a person. Um, I'll mm. look at that. Like a lot of the, those cross section books are great for a lot of my cyborg stuff is inspired by that. Um, Cause there's a lot of wiring right. and there's springs and can, that's kind of cool. I look at that every so often if I'm a bit stuck um because you know i'm starting to find i've done so many of them now that i'm starting to do the same shit over and over and i want to change it up a bit yeah um yeah i don't have heaps of i try to buy a lot of secondhand stuff rather than uh brand new although i would love to just collect all the star wars art of the like the spider-verse one's supposed to be really good and oh man the overwatch one's pretty dope i've got the Overwatch. yeah you've got the is it good really good I've got yeah, both because that's so a great got, art I've style. got a collector's edition one. Oh and wow! And I got I got the massive the massive one. I've yeah, I've seen it at uh, EB a couple times. Yeah, so I've also got the art of World of Warcraft. I've got um and yeah, some I've got one like of those. the individual like collectors because collectors edition come with art books and sometimes oh, they yeah. put all the art into the official ones. So I've got some mm. collectors edition ones. Yeah, it's Ooh. really cool. Yeah, I've got a few. Uh, I, I collect some of the. I, I actually collect some coloring books, like the adult coloring books, especially oh, if they're nice. Star Wars themed or anything like that, because there's just some cool line work. Like they, mm. the line work's so specific in those because it, they try to add as much detail as they can for you to color in on. So that's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, I find there's a lot of. Weird, like, are you a toy collector at all? Um, not not necessarily. I've got I've got no. some. Uh, statues, got mm-hmm. a bit of st- a couple of statues, but yeah, you have hot yeah, toys, eh? I've got two. 
I've two. got imposter, oh, okay. imposter Batman. I, I do look at sculptures sometimes to oh, yeah. inspiration. Um, movie posters, mm. collect them to comic books. Like I love variant covers because I feel like yeah. the variant covers aren't there to sell. They're there to um, they're just they're just impressive. Like mm. yeah, yeah. You, you it's see all the about normal, the artist style. Yeah, you see the normal comic book cover, which is like it's just formulaic most of the time yeah yeah but yeah, then yeah. when you or get it's to about the, the story yeah but then you it's get always the connected variants to the story the variants, that's in the book variants are nuts it's like the artists are mm. having fun with it they're like the it's like for example with dc it's like dc is like oh for this one just add bane batman and and alfred and just make something up with it mm. and and they're like what and they're like, yeah, you can do do anything. Yeah. Well, that Dark Knight uh, Master Race run, when they had pretty much everyone that's anyone do a cover for the Master Race series. Yeah, yeah. For each book, like, none of the variants were connected to the story. It was all... People were doing, like, Dark Knight Returns-themed stuff and drawing mutants, and, that, and it was all just about Jim Lee and Frank Miller and Greg Capullo and David Finch and... Everyone that's anyone at DC at the time and before, like Romita Jr., everyone was doing a cover. And a lot of people are like, oh, it's about selling. Well, yeah, it's, it's you know, they want to sell more comics. It's an industry that's losing its, but it's not just about that. It's about having, you know, all these great artists that are still around and still alive. Yeah. Having a chance to, you know, have their go at a, an official licensed piece of one of the greatest comics of all time or characters of all time. Like I love when they do, I, I don't collect them all, but I love just looking at all the different variant covers they do for like Batman 1000 and all the big, oh. um, big story arcs they do like the Aquaman, uh, what was it? Drowned earth. And like, there's always just something and metal dark Knights metal. They, or every time they do a big thing, they just fucking go nut, go ham on the variant covers. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That's a really what got what like got you into that? How long have you been doing that for? Collecting variants. Yeah, about two years. I mean, it started with a like I didn't even know variants existed to be honest. Mm. I didn't know like, and I didn't know how wacky variants can be. And then yeah. I I saw them, and I've got like like one of my favorites is. For the villain of the year, or year of the villain, sorry, Joker. Oh, yeah. There's this one of, like, the Joker, and he's smiling, and, like, one of his eyes has gone, like, crooked. And it looks like he's, like... Yeah, is that the hologram ones? Uh, No, I don't think this one's hologram. What was the hologram ones? There was some sort of villain takeover one. I've got some from the New 52 where they just (laughs) did the whole of the Flash rogues gallery and the whole of the Batman rogues gallery were, like, hologram covers. Oh, yeah, and sick. Batman was in the background, or the Flash was in the background, like, beaten up, and every version had the same version of the superhero in the background, in the same pose, but they added different villains in the front, mm. re- and then it would be like, so it'd be, say it'd be Deathstroke, and it'd be the Teen Titans comic book, and on the top it would have a cross through the Teen Titans, and it would say Deathstroke, and, oh, you know, cool. same for Batman and Joker and all that kind of thing, it was really cool, that was an interesting... Right. That is cool. Um, but getting back to like ideas, 
I do you consume a lot of content? Like, are you listening to podcasts all day? Are you listening to music? Like, what's what's the main piece of content you kind of consume? YouTube. Um, I depends, man. Like, mm. everything. Like, I I do consume. Like, on the way to and from work, I listen to podcasts. It's not not none of the informative ones. They're normally just comedy podcasts, just because I need a oh, I need yeah. that buffer in between work to and from work. Yeah, fair enough. I think it's like. It's like going through like a, a like a gate, a gateway, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. If yeah, I'm listening to a that. podcast or some some of my favorite music while I'm driving to and from work, it's like a cleanse. Like to work, I'm getting yeah. I'm getting like prepared. All right, this is time mm. for work. Blah blah blah. And then mm. coming home, I'm not taking any of the stuff that happened at work back home with me. I'll try not to. Yeah, fair enough. And kind of lightening up your day as well. Yeah. A bit of, bit of a laugh. Fair enough. That's a, that's not bad. I understand that. I find but some yeah, days... I, I do consume mm. a fair bit, but... It's... Mm. it's It varies. That's the thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it can. Yeah, I tend to do that as well. Some days I need a bit of a laugh and other days I need something to wake my brain up and other days I just need some mu- some loud fucking music just to like lighten me up because I woke up on the wrong side of the bed or something like that. Yeah. It's all, it's all dependent. Um, I think that's pretty much all I wanted to, I had a thought. Do you have any kind of last thoughts on ideas where you can get ideas from and what, like what kind of, I suppose, well, I suppose it was called how to turn your ideas into a, Fully fledged uh, product, I suppose. Probably one of the best things we could kind of round it out with is taking those ideas and kind of. I find the best thing to do with ideas is not to just, like you were saying with your Joker thing, just to let it become what it's going to yeah. become. Don't be so rigid and don't be so um, certain of you like I used to always have ideas in my head and I got so frustrated I couldn't put them on paper and then when I realized that if I just detached from what was in my head and just worked through the creative process and had a kind of skeleton of an idea and then just let that idea uh you know flow through the muses or through the ether or whatever you want to call it then it starts to become something bigger than you thought it would be like the yeah. Lost Boys is one of those things that was an idea that just culminated itself into something bigger than I could ever, than any of us could ever have imagined, and it's yeah. it's only getting bigger. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's like um, I think the biggest trap is for an artwork or for an artist, or at least for me. I, I mean, not everyone's the same, but it would be to sit down and be like, cool. I'm going to come up with an idea. And then, like, where do you even start from that? For me, it's like, just consume stuff for a bit. Just scroll through Pinterest, scroll through things, pick mm. a, pick an idea. Like, if you feel like, do whatever you, like, you're feeling at the time. If you're like, oh, I want to do something, you know, 
like like a skull. I want to do something with a skull. Then just go through mm. Pinterest, type in skulls, see what you see, mm. and consume stuff. You know, watch let it go through your filters. Add have some music in the background. So if you're like, okay, I'm feeling this, you know, mixing some, you know, childish Gambino, Redbone is on, and then mm. you see like you're going through it and you see an artwork for a skull. Or you just see a picture of a skull with some, like, jewelry stuff on it, and you're like, oh, okay, cool, like a decorative skull. And then the mm. song is playing, and you're like, man, this has got some really cool, like, like voodoo stuff, like New Orleans voodoo stuff. Let me search up New yeah. Orleans style. And then you're like, oh, okay, I'm going to mix skulls with New Orleans. And then you're like, oh, add some voodoo to it. And that's how, like, an idea comes about. Like, I just thought of that mm. now. <laughs> that is cool yeah like, yeah that's kind of how i approach my writing process as well is just like sit down and just start writing yeah and you'd be surprised it, like it doesn't work the same way for drawing necessarily but writing a hundred percent the worst thing you can do if you if you want to write something is not write anything yeah like if you want to sit down and you want to write something fucking write something just start don't don't give it like that's what a draft is for don't exactly. give it too much specifics just just yeah. write just write and write and write and write and write and you'll get better at it and you'll get and you'll find it will start every time i've sat down to write a story i have found that it will just be the weirdest fucking thing i've ever written but it starts the characters start to create themselves and the exactly. origin stories start to create themselves and like there's this book i've been working on for years called a is for anarchy which is basically a punk rock sci-fi yeah um apocalyptic film and it started off with me writing this religious um this religious paragraph or a couple of pages about anarchy and kind of that ended up becoming uh the writings that the characters um or one of the characters who was a heretic of the religion of anarchy was living his life around and that mm. was like the writer of their I don't know, the, essentially the first of the Jedi or something like that, like that first yeah. person just pre their apocalypse um, wrote down and it became like a biblical kind of thing. And it just, and then from there I sat and spoke with a friend and we just fucking tossed up for years that's, that's over exactly the characters what and what, what character is what and which character is who. And just like hit the record on your phone, talk yeah. to a friend or talk to yourself if you don't have a friend who wants to do it, just talk to yourself. Like I pitched this story to my friend and he come up, came up with half the characters for me. Mm. And then I talked to another the, friend and he came up with their, like how they are, who they are, their personalities, that kind yeah. of thing. And that's you just, like the way yeah. that I get around just like, instead of just sitting down and being like writing this, you, you just find yourself that friend that is like down to listen to any ideas that you have. And, like, take oh, them yeah. seriously instead of being like, yeah. why the hell are you sending me this? And just write to them. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. I like that. And that's, I do that all the time. I've got mm. three or four different friends that if I have an idea for something or a story, not that mm. it's, it's not going to, like, get anywhere. Like, one time I had an idea on how I would have approached the entire DCEU. And <laughs> right. that's, And I wrote that. I wrote all of it to a friend. Wow, there you go. And, yeah, and it's like this extremely different than what we got from like Zack Snyder, but it's one of those things where you just 
let it out of your system and let it out. And then people, like, if people start getting excited about your ideas, then you can be like, okay, save that in your head. That's mm. a good idea. Save that in your head. Mm. That's a good idea, you know. Yeah. That'd be cool. I think you'd be really good at doing those um, YouTube videos where people are like, okay, so this is how I would rewrite the Marvel Universe or the DC Universe, or this is how I would rewrite, thought about doing rewrite that, Justice League. And if you just sit down with a recording on your phone or something like that and then send it to someone you know who can just mock up like a fun little, not even an animation, like just one of those just fun, weird little, you know, you see those videos where they use a lot of footage from movies that already exist. Yeah, yeah. And, and they just mock up. Or you could even probably find someone on Fiverr or someone that could do it. Like I'm pretty sure Mr. Sunday Movies... I don't think he edits his own videos. I think he just records himself and sends it to someone and then they yeah. just build the video around it. So if you just find someone to do it, do that, I think you'd have so much fun with that. Or even if you just like got on your iPad and you drew it and then you used the time lapse as what you were talking about, like in real time, that'd be cool. Interesting. Just yeah. Something, something and... like that'd be fun. If you just got on your iPad, you hit record and in real time, and then you recorded your, your voice as you were doing it. And in real time, you just drew really sketchy, simple shit that you could, you know, as you're telling the story and, and make it funny and stuff like that. That'd be really cool. I'd watch the shit out of that. And ladies and gentlemen, that's how you come up with an idea. There you go. There's an idea. We just pitched an idea. <laughs> do, you, <coughs> um, do you keep like a, I find keeping a prompt list of like two drawers on my phone or notes or something like that anywhere on my iPad is just so helpful because... I finish something and then I tick it off and then I'm like, okay, next thing to draw. Like even just a prompt list of uh, some sort, like maybe this is an idea to get onto next. No, not really. No, I find that becomes, that becomes too systematic for me. Like I get ang yeah. anxious when something's been on that list for a, a while, you know? Ah, like right. unless it's, yeah, yeah, unless yeah. it's like work, like paid work. I can do oh, that yeah. really well with paid work because I know that mm. it's a like I've got to get it done. But if it's just okay. something that I feel like drawing, I don't like putting it on a prompt list because sometimes, you know, if I don't finish it, it's not meant to be finished. Yeah, fair enough. I don't put. Yeah, I, I, I don't like putting stress on mm. how much, like what I'm drawing, the quality that I'm drawing. You know, as long as I'm learning something new or trying something different. You know, and enjoying it, of course. Changing things around, then, then I'm, I'm mm. fine, man. There's no, I have no dramas. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's interesting. I think I just, I have to catch ideas as they fly mm. past, like fireflies. Otherwise, I'm fucked. <laughs> like, otherwise, I'm gonna lose it. And yeah, no. That see, like that, that goes back to what I said before. Like, everyone's entirely different when it comes to processes. Yeah. You just gotta find your own yeah, thing. Yeah. Don't, don't get stuck yeah. on oh, but this person does this, or but Jim Lee does this. Yeah, yeah. Don't, just don't, yeah, don't yeah, get stuck on it, you know. Just mm. do what works best and for I, you. And I think, I think the uh, the idea of this this episode is to kind of give everybody um, who's listening an idea, an idea of how we <laughs> do it, some some different options, what works for us. And what yeah. could work for you, and you can you can pick and choose because you become you become as a creative an amalgamation of all the people you listen to, all the people you, and that's why I always like tell people you know 
listen to things listen to audio books and podcasts and that when you're when you're doing when you're driving when you're drawing consume try to create more than you consume and create more like there's too many destroyers out there try to create more um we need more creators but you know try to consume stuff because it will keep your head full and it will keep your creative bank account full and if like you said i don't i don't like sitting down at the, at the blank piece of paper and being like okay i want to draw and yeah like, i don't think well, anyone okay. does that what what am what am I gonna do now? Like I I did an episode recently on that on the creative anxiety and how people do that. And if you're gonna do that, like I said, you know you, you were saying before, watch some YouTube videos, all that kind of thing. That's all well and good, but don't make that the two hours, four hours that you sat down to draw. Instead, like don't yeah, sit. Yeah, if if you want to sit and draw and you want to create something, don't overconsume. Spend twenty yeah. minutes, half an hour, maybe even an hour if you have to doing something and then try and like really focus on trying to be creative don't focus on just watching something and being entertained i'm all about like because not, there's a difference between I, i'm all about not trying to force it though like force it enough to oh, of course yeah 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 you enjoy it but it's kind of like hmm. if you force yourself to go and exercise you're going to complain and yeah about exercising, you're yeah. gonna hate it. But if you if you just mm. like, oh, I feel like exercising, and you go and start exercising, you know, you're gonna start trying new things. You're gonna start seeing it as fun. You're gonna want to do it more. Same thing with yeah, of course, drawing. Don't ever make it a chore. As soon as you make it a chore, yeah, you that's the first yeah. nail in the coffin. That's that way. You're exactly right. And and the analogy of exercise is most people treat. Um, or rather a large percentage of people treat exercise as a chore and it's not yeah. a chore. It no, shouldn't be a chore. It, it's good for you. Just like eating healthy is good for you. You should eat healthy, yeah. but you need to, you need, and I mean, for me, I'm big on turning up. I'm big on like, I know the hardest Just part for me getting it in there, is yeah. getting to the, yeah, getting there, getting to the gym, getting to the drawing table, getting to the editing program, getting to the microphone, whatever it may be that I'm creating, the hardest part for me is getting there. And I've, I've actually, more than anything, spent more time working psychologically um, on getting myself and putting in place things to mm. get myself there. Because I know that's the hardest part for me is to yeah. get there in the first place. Once I'm there and I'm doing it, I'm 100% happy. But yeah. it's just putting things like reminding myself that I enjoy drawing, or you know, yeah. I, you never, you never feel bad after the gym, never. Tell unless maybe you like you're one of those rare people that unless break their yourself. arm or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But not nine times out of ten, you don't feel like shit after you leave the gym, no matter what kind of exercise you do. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's a good, good place to end it. Um, mm-hmm. There's plenty of ideas there, guys, and just go and go and find your ideas. Keep keep your ideas flowing, and uh, do like we said. You become an amalgamation of everything that you consume and everyone that you follow, and that you um, because you know having one mentor or one person you listen to is is not a good way to live your life because that one person might not have all the answers, and that exactly. one thing might not have all the answers, and that one thing might not have all the ideas. So mm-hmm. you need to, you know, consume less than you create, but by all means consume. <laughs> because what's the point in creating if no one's going to consume it? <laughs> exactly. Well, any any last thoughts on that, man, at all? Before, before no, I've, I've, I've laid everything out. 
Fantastic. I think that was a wonderful episode. I think we mm-hmm. went to a very interesting place there, and there's plenty of ideas on how to get ideas, ladies and gentlemen. And um, just turn up. Do your best to turn up. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Uh, Rui, hit me with all the plugs. Where can we find you on the interwebs? All right. So I've got uh, Instagram, at Red Unit Inc. I've also got a YouTube channel called Red Unit Inc., but most of the most of the stuff on there is Mumble Boys, where I play video games with my best friend and talk with him on a podcast. We also have a Twitter called The Mumble Boys. I also have a TikTok called Red Unit Inc. You can pretty much find me anywhere. <laughs> Fantastic. Just Google Red Unit Inc. Yeah, Google Red Unit Inc. or Mumble Boys and you'll be fine. There you go. Um, and you can find me at on my website, www.jordanmorpethart.com. You can also Google me, Jordan Morpeth. If you don't know how to spell my name, it's in the album artwork. I've made it nice and easy for you. Just copy and paste it if you have to. Um, I am at Jordan Morpeth Art on Instagram, um, Facebook, and TikTok. And I am at Jordan Morpeth on Twitter as well. Um, for some reason, I can't get the art in the back end there. Uh, I'll, you know, you may be listening to this on YouTube as well. I'm on YouTube. I'm everywhere. Um, and that's it, I think. Oh, if, you, if you'd like to, if you like this podcast, I know a lot of you aren't subscribed to the podcast. So please make sure to hit that subscribe button. And if you would like, it would be wonderful if you could give us a review. If you're listening on YouTube, uh, subscribe, share, comment, like, all that fun, great, beautiful stuff. Uh, This has been Making Lemonade. This has been the creative process with Rui. Thank you, Rui, for coming on. It's a pleasure, man. It's always a pleasure. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, I've been your host, Jordan. Stay weird. Woo!
some poison They called it my copy I guess you don't know what you got Till it's packing and it's bees down a road In a big yellow taxi Don't it always seem to go That you don't know what you've got Till it's gone Paper Don't it always seem to go?